Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Ghostbusters 2, the first sequel to the hit film Ghostbusters, obviously. Now, some people might think there are only there was only one bad Ghostbusters movie, but there are in fact two bad movies. This one and the remake. I still like this one more than the remake, but it's a poor continuation of the story. Now, the movie isn't one of the worst I've ever seen. Don't get me wrong, but compared to the first movie, it's not as well written and it makes very little sense based on how the first movie ended. This movie opens to the Ghostbusters being jokes and no one believes them about what happened in the first uh, movie, you know, with with Zool and all that shit, uh, which makes zero fucking sense. How did the entire city just decide that all of the crazy shit that happened that whole time period five years ago and that it they just don't believe them and that it didn't happen and that somehow they tricked everyone how the fuck did they come to that conclusion how how the fuck how does that work I, 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 I wouldn't I still remember shit five years ago I don't understand they also got sued by the whole city government for the damages to the city how how did that get pinned on them like millions of dollars how how did that get pinned on them? And the mayor that they worked with just abandoned them at the same time. Like the whole city was cheering for them and they were working with the local government to stop the literal God coming to earth to destroy and rule the planet. How did it happen? They just kind of gloss over it and after the first 10 minutes of the movie and they don't, they, they don't really bring it up again. The only part of the problem, uh, the other, the other part of the problem is that the movie just ends up being about some wizard in a painting trying to possess Sigourney Weaver's character's baby, which is a story I didn't really want. It's literally, it's just stupid, and it makes less sense than the first movie's villain. Uh, now, I like, I like the, the, I very much like the first movie. It's one of my favorites. Um, but, and I really like the villain in that as well. I mean, Zool's iconic. So, the guy, the villain in this one is just some guy who was human. And he, how, how does he have a power of a god? Like, he's as powerful as the first movie's villain. But it's just some sorcerer dude from, like, the medieval times. How? He also somehow has this goo that takes over the city. How does he have that much power? And he gets de- defeated by goo, by a goo-possessed Statue of Liberty and New Yorkers singing songs. That's a really stupid ending. Like, the ending of the first movie is iconic. It's because they tell the whole time, like, don't cross the streams. And then, like, to defeat the god, they had to literally, essentially make a nuclear blast to kill him. In this one, it's like, everyone needs to hold hands and think kumbaya to defeat this guy. And it's fucking stupid. I, I don't like it. I don't like that at all. I think anytime it pans to the villain and his little henchman, I'm like, fuck me. I don't want to watch this shit. It's boring and it makes no fucking sense. It's just dumb. There's no other way of putting it. And then somehow, after he's defeated, the painting then turns into a picture of the Ghostbusters standing around the baby, but they're shirtless and jacked. Why? <laughs> just fucking why? Like, I don't know if it's just a stupid gag, but it, it really comes out of nowhere. And it's not the, the type of humor that usually comes in the movie. It's just dumb. Also, come to find out, Egon fucked the goo in the lab so the goo is affected by anger hate and all like violent emotions and 
and it gets stronger that way. But it also responds to, you know, like they were trying to test what other things they responded to. So Egon decided to put his dick in the goo. What? I've never met a, like, I really hope that's not how scientists, like, gauge things. Like, there's a strange goo in the sewer system. It responds to hate. Maybe, just maybe, it will react to, to me putting my penis in it. And I don't... How the fuck is that science? It's just... I don't understand. Now, the cast is still great. Don't get me wrong. It's the same cast in the first one, and they all have great chemistry together. Uh, they have... The, they have they do have weaker dialogue and the story uh, doesn't work uh, at all but the story does work better with them like I feel like if the cast is different this movie would have been worse uh, but luckily everyone gets along great and they're all like very famous comedians and shit like that so it worked really well uh, Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver are probably the best in this movie due to the back and forth between their characters it just works the most and their, their scenes just work so yeah now, what also is kind of weird is that uh, D Dan Aykroyd and um, Egon, the actor that played Egon, I'm spacing on his name right now, wrote the movie. And I can kind of see where I think this movie was more influenced by Dan Aykroyd than Harold Ramis. It just came to me. Um, because it's a lot more into the crazy shit Dan Aykroyd talks about. And I kind of wish there was someone there, like maybe Ivan, Ivan Rittman, who was the original director. He only produced this movie, and I feel like the reason why the first one worked so well is that there was someone else there to balance out the crazy batshit stuff that Dan Aykroyd wanted in the movie. So, yeah, I wish that kind of happened. I feel like this would have been a better sequel in, in that way. So, overall, I give this movie a 4 out of 10. I think it's a slightly above average movie. I think it's better than the Ghostbusters remake. Um, I do think it's the weakest of the main story sequels because technically the ghost but the the 2016 ghostbusters isn't technically i guess you would call it the canon storyline being as though they went back to you know the original ghostbusters storyline with uh, ghostbusters afterlife which i did enjoy and i probably will review that soon so yeah well i hope you enjoyed this review if you did i reviewed a bunch of other movies and I reviewed Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2016. So if you want to hear those reviews, go check those out as well. And uh, if you're here for spooky movies, I've done a whole bunch of those lately. And I've done a bunch throughout my whole tenure on this uh, podcast. I did this last Halloween. Uh, Halloween's coming to an end soon. So you should uh, play them. Listen to them. And uh, yeah. Well, thank you. And I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend. Hello, my loyal followers, and today I would like to talk to you about this new and exciting clothing brand, 1033 Industries. They are a group of former law enforcement and military members that are working towards giving back to the community that they are a part of. They feel they are obligated to help those that aren't given the resources they need. Working with nonprofit organizations like 220 and disgruntled vets, they want nothing more than to fulfill whatever the community that they love needs. They don't follow the words of good enough. Due to their strong background and discipline, they strive for excellence in quality goods. Having hats, barware, women's and men's clothing, having performance shirts, base shirts, and graphic tees. A great choice for anyone that is proud of what America should stand for and those that have protected and served its people and land. You can find them at www.1033usa.com. 
along with more information about them and their affiliates. They have given me a discount code to give to you all. Use promo code 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off your order. And that is all caps. Again, 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off. Thank you, and please support the show's sponsor by using the discount code. It shows them that I sent you, and I greatly appreciate it, and I hope you have a fantastic day.